now, Louisville Bats Baseball. Hi again, everybody, and welcome once again to Louisville Bats Baseball, the Bat Chat Podcast, Episode 6. Thanks so much for being with us. I'm Nick Curran. The podcast available on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and yes, iTunes, available across all of those platforms. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate, uh, throw some stars our way. We would certainly appreciate that. Looking forward to the conversation today. Our guest, 2020 Bats pitching coach, James Baldwin. Whenever the season gets going, uh, Baldwin will be the Bats pitching coach, longtime big leaguer, and uh, we'll talk to him in just a second. Uh, Before we get to James, a reminder that a lot going on in the world of Bats baseball. You can go to BatsBaseball.com, check it all out. I do want to remind you, that those Team Kentucky t-shirts are on sale still. The teaming up with the Lexington Legends and Bowling Green Hot Rods, the other two minor league teams in the state of Kentucky, it's a great t-shirt. Pre-orders being taken through May 15th, so as we record this, you can still go and still have a couple of weeks left to uh, get your order in. Great Team Kentucky t-shirts. They're only $15 in the Bats team store at BatsBaseball.com. Uh, $5 of each order going to the one Louisville COVID-19 response fund. So be sure to check those out and pick one up. And in general, check out the Bats team store there online. Uh, Hard to believe as we record this as well. Mother's Day, just over a week away, one week from Sunday. A great uh, assortment of possible Mother's Day gifts if your mom happens to be a baseball fan right there at BatsBaseball.com. And among those, this, as we recorded, also Derby Week. The Kentucky Derby would have been Saturday if not for the COVID-19 pandemic. And that, of course, has been postponed until September. But 25% off all mint juleps items right now in the Bats team store. And if you order, you get your order in by... This Saturday, what would have been Derby Day, through Saturday, all orders through Saturday, May 2nd, you'll receive a free vintage Derby glass along with it. So some great stuff there. All you have to do is log on to BatsBaseball.com to be able to check it all out. Reminder, our Bat Chat podcast brought to you by Norton Healthcare. With Norton eCare, we're here to help you while you stay in the comfort and safety of your home anytime, day or night. A Norton Healthcare provider is available to discuss non-urgent health concerns for patients two and older, whether it's for a fever, a cough, respiratory symptoms, or a minor illness. Schedule a video visit or submit an e-visit questionnaire from your laptop, tablet, or mobile device. Schedule online at nortonhealthcare.com slash eCare. Our guest, James Baldwin, the 2020 Bats pitching coach, maybe most notably a Chicago White Sox pitcher in the big leagues, although he pitched for a number of big league teams over the course of a a very distinguished career, a 2000 American League All-Star with the Chicago White Sox. A lot to talk to James about, about to enter his first year as the Bats pitching coach after a four-year stint as the Reds rehab coordinator at the facility in Goodyear, Arizona. So without further ado, episode six of the Bat Chat podcast, we welcome in our guest, Bats pitching coach, James Baldwin. How are you, sir? Pretty good. Just kind of trying to um, hang in there and get over this... uh virus stuff that we're going through and trying to get back on the field yeah uh, obviously under ordinary circumstances we'd we'd be nearly a a full month into the season so this would be kind of a stupid question but uh but what what are you up to right now well what i'm doing now is staying on the computer trying to uh 
keep our players um, up, up, uploaded to all the stuff that needs to be done, you know, virtual, you know, when it comes to uh, making sure that they stand positive and making sure that they're getting all their work in. And, um, you know, thanks to uh, Eric Jaggers and, you know, Kyle Bodie and, you know, Caleb Dawson and all the bosses that's um, informing us to, um, you know, with all the great information that we have received from them and to, um, make sure that the players have it yeah how much um how much do you get a chance to to talk to 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 different guys and and pitchers that that uh that you obviously would have had a chance to see face to face but but can't now uh, how much do you get a chance to to work with them virtually well right now um probably you know it's it, it, it could be from every day to you know two or three times a week um basically sitting down and you know, talking to them and see where they are at and see how many pins they've thrown, if any, or making sure that they're doing the proper work to make sure that once this stuff is um, over, then we can just step right in and continue to do what we always love to do is play baseball. Yeah, we, we had uh, we had TJ Antone on last week, and it, it does seem like the, the focus is, you know, well, obviously no one knows how this is going to play out, and um you just want guys to be as ready as possible so when uh, some sort of decision is made, they can jump in and, and be ready to actually pitch as quickly as possible, right? Is that kind of the goal? Absolutely. You know, um, like I said before, you know, we're trying to reach out to all the pitchers and players um, of, of of the organization to make sure that they're doing what they're capable of doing. You know, I know a lot of cities are shut down, but at the same time, you know, we just want to make sure that, you know, mentally they are focused on tasks at hand, you know, because really this is very tough for, you know, us as a country to be able to, um, you know, get stuff done and not being able to do what we would like to do as far as going outside and preparing ourselves and enjoying the beautiful weather and whatnot. But, you know, the social distance stuff that um, remains in place uh, until, um, they decide that we can get back to our regular program. This is what it is. It is, and everyone trying to to adjust to it. Now, you, um, going into this year, obviously, as the the bats pitching coach, you've spent time as the uh, the rehab coordinator there at the uh, the Goodyear facility. Um, what what was that like in that role for you to 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 work with guys that that were trying to come back from from injuries from various levels well you do you're dealing with a different um source you know when it comes to rehab guys you know um they're frustrated they want to get back on the field right away knowing the fact that they can't you know so my job is to make sure that they're doing things right and making sure that mentally they are prepared to work as hard as they ever have to get back on the playing surface and um, for me, you know, it was just a grind, you know, me and, you know, the rest of the uh, rehab uh, partners that we had, um, you know, communication level with the uh, front office and, you know, everyone else as far as the uh, pitching coaches and the managers and, you know, it's, 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 it's different. It's difficult, you know, when it comes to that. But the great thing was with this rehab stuff that we was able to communicate and uh, making sure that everybody's on the same page. And you, in addition to that, did have a chance to, to work with an affiliate a couple of years ago in, in Pensacola when, when 
the shakeup happened with the Reds and uh, Danny Darwin went to the big leagues to be the pitching coach uh, up there. Mm-hmm. You had a chance to slide in to be uh, the pitching coach with, with Pensacola at double a for, for most of that year, I think uh, about yes. a month in or so. How, how was that? How was the chance to, to work with an affiliate and get to work with the same team day in and day out? You know what? I really enjoy that. You know, we had a lot of fun, a lot of, um, you know, being, being, being able to have 14 guys that you, that you are able to see and, be with every day in the competition level out there competing. And, you know, when the game was over, I was just exhausted as they was because <laughs> I was so focused on, you know, what we need to do, how we need to do it and all the good stuff that came, you know, and having, you know, the staff that we had, you know, was, uh, you know, it was great, you know, to be able to uh, communicate with them and, you know, strategize everything that we needed to do in, in, in order to win a game. So, you know, um, it was good to see the guys develop and become, you know, at the beginning of the season when I was there to the end to see how far they have came. And um, I really enjoy that a lot. Yeah, how, and, and then obviously back to the facility last year, how does all that kind of shape what you were looking to do this year at, at AAA? You had a chance to work with one team, basically one team a couple of years ago, and obviously your experience at the facility as well. Uh, how does all that, or how do you think all that was going to shape you to, to be ready for, for this year and, and kind of how you were going to go about business this year as, as the pitching coach of the AAA club? Well, I had a chance to work with uh, Derek Johnson, which is the big league uh, mm-hmm. pitching coach. Um, you know, all the knowledge that, you know, he presented to us as a coaching staff and, you know, all ears open and mouth shut and just listening. And um, all the information that he was giving to us, you know, we were writing it down and whatnot and things that he would like to see happen in AAA, not only in AAA, just in an organization in general. And I was just, you know, basically following him wherever he went and saw the things that he did and how he went about his business. It was phenomenal. And then all of a sudden, you know, spring training shut down. So I didn't really have a chance to work with, you know, the team, you know, as far as the players that I thought I might have. But I did get to see a lot of uh, new faces and I worked with a lot of, uh, uh, big leaguers and you know just just in general so I really enjoy that yeah interested in that you obviously a, a really good career and in, in your own right as a pitcher and all-star back in 2000 we'll get to that in a second but how much has it changed from when you pitched uh, until now and I know it's only been about 15 years since since you were on a big league mound but <laughs> but what what uh, in that time how much different is the the preparation now for these guys in terms of technology and, and stuff like that as compared to, to when you pitched in the big leagues and, and we're coming up? Well, I, I, you, know, you know, Nick, I would tell you the preparation, I think, really doesn't change much as far as an individual uh, uh, pitcher. You know, they do what they're supposed to do to get ready. But as far as on the other side for the analytics and stuff, we didn't have that uh, growing up. And it was a big, huge change for myself, you know, coming into the uh, new era now, and this is what it's about. And learning all this stuff is great, you know. Like I said, you know, having Kyle Bodie and, you know, Eric Jaggers and, you know, the, 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 the guys coming in and teaching us and telling us about a lot of stuff that's going on in today's era, which is 
awesome. You know, I'm 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 down for it. You know, and look back on it 15 years, you know, ago. I wish that we was able to have this kind of stuff to prep us to get ready for you know their their opponents. You know, for the heat wave and all the you know the pitch shapes and you know the spin rates and you know the the, the, the edutronic stuff. I wish we had that, but. Unfortunately, we didn't, and uh, we just had to do what we had to do when we was out there, you know, prepping and getting ready for the uh, our opponent. You know, looking at a lot of films and whatnot. And now today, you know, it's 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 different, but it's great. Yeah, talking to TJ last week, that the the thing he talked about is the ability to to make you know pitch to pitch adjustments. You can throw a pitch, see it on video. And, and get those analytics and then make an adjustment on the very next pitch when you're throwing a bullpen or something like that. And that has to be just invaluable when guys can can get real-time information and then kind of immediately apply what they just learned. Yes, that's important. You know, like I said, you know, um, we didn't have that, but uh, now you guys have access to all this stuff, all the information, and they can just change right away. You know, it's good to be able to throw a bullpen, and then once you throw a bullpen and once it uploads, you can go back in and we can sit down and break every pitch by pitch down to what it needs to be in the shape, in the form, the fashion, of, you know, the height, the width, I mean, you know, the horizontal, vertical break and all that stuff, which is great, you know, the rotation of the ball and all that. So I think all the uh, tools that we have now is, 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 is outstanding. Let's go to your your career on the mound. Obviously, a lot of time with the White Sox kind of came up and drafted by that organization and uh, 11 years in the big leagues, the White Sox and then the Dodgers, Mariners, Twins, Mets, mm-hmm. Orioles, Rangers. Yeah. So a, a lot of different organizations. <laughs> yeah, what what was the key for you to, to hang around the big leagues for so long? That's obviously the goal for so many guys. You were able to do it for a decade plus. How did you hang in there and, and do it for that long? Well, one, you got to take care of yourself, uh, take care of your body, your intake of all the stuff that's out there and uh, making sure that, um, you know, you, you're working hard and making sure that, you know, you're prepping yourself as far as, you know, the opportunity to go out there and pitch. It's not a one-day thing. It's not it's not a one-day thing. When I say one-day thing, as a starting pitcher, you just go out there and pitch that day. You got to prep yourself and work extremely hard watching videos um you know breaking down the swings and the whole nine yards so i thought that um what i did was um some of the same things that the hitters are doing as well as pitchers now because now you know it's, it's no secret everybody got access to all the information whether you're a hitter or a pitcher and they are studying just as well as a pitcher so you just got to make sure that you're able to go out there and beat the odds and make sure that you're doing your homework and making sure that, you know, you're able to communicate with your, your, your coaching staff or whomever it may be, you know. So I think that's more important than anything else. Uh, the year 2000 with the White Sox, you were uh, an AL All-Star. What was it like to be an All-Star? It was great. It was great. You know, um, you don't pitch to uh, – for me, you know, I'm very humble and grateful that I had the opportunity to pitch in the All-Star, but that that really wasn't my goal. My goal was to win a World Series. 
And, um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't win the World Series, but we made it to the playoffs. To me, definitely, as we all say, that's not good enough. You know, you always want to be on top of things. You always want to be the last man standing at the podium. So um, that's everybody's goal to be that um, person, the last one that's standing on the podium and, 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 and celebrating a win in the World Series. So that's kind of how I feel. Hey, you um, you mentioned the postseason. You got to start in that divisional series against Seattle. You had a, a really good outing. Unfortunately, as you mentioned, the, uh, the the team lost to the Mariners in that game. But what was it like to, to be able to, to pitch in the postseason? That had to be a, a pretty – I know the goal's to win, but it had to be a pretty amazing experience to get out there and be able to, to, to do that and, at that level in, in the playoffs. It was. It was a great experience. Um, you know, at the time, to be honest with you, Nick, I, I was, I was, I was, I was hurting. Sure. Um, you know, my, I had shoulder problems at the time, and you know, I didn't care what it was. I didn't care how it felt. All I know that I was going to pitch in the playoffs, and that's something that you either have or you don't. You know, you gotta have heart. You gotta have that drive to go out there and be that guy on the mound. Or you got to be that guy that wants the ball in that situation. And I think if you look back at it and you talk to everybody that even pitched in the playoffs, and not, not only the playoffs, but just in general, you know, you want the ball. You know, some guys want it and some guys don't. You know, and when I say that, you know, you can see the difference. You know, you just got to be a grinder. You got to be a bulldog when you're on that mound. Don't give in. And that's something that I occurred, you know, you know for myself. You know, I, I, I never gave in, you know, regardless of what the score was. I wanted the ball. You know, if I gave up five runs in the first or five runs in the field or whatever it be, don't come and get me because I want to start, you know, finish what I started. So that, that's the kind of um, attitude I had when I, you know, got the ball that day. Changing gears a little bit. Uh, you're from North Carolina, right? Correct. Uh, who was your team growing up? Um, obviously, you know, we had mixed emotions in the house. I really like Carolina, you know, um, I got a chance to, uh, meet, um, Michael and oh. hang out with him right. for a while and, you know, became good friends and, um, you know, and then on the other hand, you know, my kids, they was on the Duke side. So, you know, we had mixed emotions in the house, but. It was a lot of fun being able to, um, you know, talk trash with one another when we played each other. So, you know, Carolina was basically one of the teams I really adored and still adore. And, um, you know, um, it's just it's just a lot of fun to be able to sit back and watch basketball in general. Yeah, so. you, you got to know MJ a little bit when he was in the White Sox organization, right? Yes, yes, yes. What? A, what? A, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask you what you've thought of. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch these last dance episodes the first couple of weeks and what you've thought of kind of looking in at all that. Just what I see. You know, he, <laughs> he, 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 he explained that, you know, that's, that's him. That's him. You know, being a leader, um, you know, taking, taking the ball, uh, regardless whether he's sick or whatever it may be, and, you know, stuff that he's saying and the same stuff that I saw on Last Dance, the same stuff that we talked about before the Last Dance came out. And, you know, it's very intriguing to sit here and watch this. And, it's very, I mean, you know, 
when 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 it, when it come on, when it came on, you know, I was all ears and just listening and stuff that he was saying is the exact same stuff that he was talking about when we sit down and talk <laughs> and have dinner or whatever. So yeah, it's 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 great. Uh, who uh, who was your baseball team growing up? Um, I didn't really have a baseball team okay. growing up. I know I know my mom and dad, you know, because we were from North Carolina, we saw a lot of Atlanta Brave games. Sure. But um, you know, the one you know, I had a few guys that I analyzed a lot, Dave Stewart, Roger Clement, you know, and you know, just, just looking at those guys and the way they went about their business and the preparation and all that stuff. And then when I actually got the chance to meet them and sit down and talk to them and Pedro Martinez and, you know, just looking at their career and looking at how they went about their business. I'm telling you, they were some doggone complete workhorses. I mean, they worked very hard. And when I saw that, you know, and just watching what they did, you know, it put everything in perspective because in order to be the best, you got to be the best, you know what I mean? So you got to go out there and compete with the best and, you know, you wanted to do whatever they did as far as going out there and uh, working your tail off. So cool, uh, kind of hearing the, the brains you picked and the guys you, you kind of saw coming up. Uh, was asking that that All-Star game you, you made was in Atlanta, and I didn't know if you maybe grew up a Braves fan and, and added to, to uh, you know, the specialness of that, given I, I know North Carolina is definitely big into uh, to Braves country and, and that yes. part of the area. So. Uh, yes. You know if it had a little special meaning given uh, that that you happened to be at the one that was in Atlanta. Yes, yes, it was awesome. You know, I had a ton of family members, and um, you know, I was on a short lease um, because my wife she was about to have my daughter, and I gave Joe Tory at the time, you know, my cell phone and or you know, so called a beeper. Yes, uh, back in the day, so. Um, I said, Mr. Tory, I said, you know, if, 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 if something, you know, was to happen to beat, you know, could you let me know? And sure enough, after I came off the field, he said that, um, you know, you got to go. You know, um, it sounds like, um, you know, you got to go home. So immediately I went home, you know, right wow. after the game. Well, not right after the game, but as soon as I pitched, you know, I took a shower and bolted back to North Carolina. I mean you know, and Pinehurst. So wow. that was, that was, that was special. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot of big memories right there rolled up in that yes. one, in that one time yes. frame. That That's amazing. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, how did, uh, as the, the playing days wound down, how did you, how did you wind up getting into coaching? Um, it's something that I always wanted to do. You know, I coached in high school, in my high school, all the stuff that I did was volunteer. And then I ended up, um, uh, working with the uh, USA uh, baseball team at the player development program in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I was just sitting at home and, you know, you can only play so much golf and <laughs> I got bored and, you know, just, you know, and reaching out to people and, you know, it was just, it was surreal because, you know, I'm reaching out to people and they was, you know, full and didn't have spots available. And I was just sitting at home and then I got a phone call and here we are today, you know, five years later, you know, in the Reds organization coaching. That's, uh, that's how it works. Stay at it and, and things will certainly come through, as you mentioned, being on the mound as well. Um, yes. In, in your time when you were in AAA, uh, uh -huh. a little bit of it, 
you you seem to to be in the international league for the most part on your your triple a stops uh, did did you come through louisville at all as a, a player and, and any memories about it at all i did i did i came to louisville and i haven't been to louisville since then and all i remember on the fourth of july the bridge they they had a big um you know celebration you know fire 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 um you know firecrackers and yeah. you know, all the fireworks and all that stuff it was beautiful um but from my understanding um i've heard a lot about it since then and i heard that you know it's grown and it's very nice which i thought it was nice and having the uh louisville bat company uh close by and i was able to go over there and see how they make the bats and all the, the cool stuff that came with that so you know um which was great so I'm just looking forward to going back and to be a part of the staff and and helping to win a championship. But obviously, you know, we've been cut short, so hopefully we will get back at some point. I have no idea about what's going on. Yeah, that's where we all are, just uh, hoping hoping it, uh, it'll come through soon and, and we'll be able to get back at it. One more for you bef- before we finish up. Um, is there any during all this have you like so many have you is there any tv shows or 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 netflix or anything like that 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 you've that you've been watching at all well i've been watching a lot of stuff with my son um, a lot of kitty shows beyblade stuff but um, more so i've been watching all the reruns of the baseball uh, games and basketball games and just trying to keep myself in tune to sports you know because you know, right now it's—I mean, it's—it's it's to the point to where you know you're just tired of watching TV now because <laughs> you know it's just. To be honest with you, you know, I've watched every episode of every game, World Series, playoffs, and all that stuff. So, but yeah, you know, sitting back and watching the kitty stuff and doing homework, classroom work with my son. You know, while my wife is working because she's a real estate agent. And, you know, she's doing a lot of virtual stuff and she's making calls and she's working. So I have to keep my eight-year-old son occupied, which is tough in the house. Just by running around in the house and making sure that things are well, that he's not breaking everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> But other than that, you know, that's about all. That's, 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 that's all we've been doing. You went from pitching coach to teacher. That's correct. <laughs> and it is tough. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well... Uh, continued health to, to you all, you and your family there. And uh, we really appreciate the time here today and, and hope uh, hope to see you here in Louisville, hopefully in the not-too-distant future. I know. Thank you, Nick. And you take care, and hopefully you and your family stay safe. Another big thanks to Bats pitching coach James Baldwin. Certainly hope uh, that we will see him at some point in the near future here and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get going with a season soon but great conversation there great stuff from James going back to his playing days and and how he is uh, going about coaching and uh, a lot of really really good stuff hope you enjoyed that again the podcast the bat chat podcast brought to you by Norton Healthcare with Norton eCare we're here to help you while you stay in the comfort and safety of your home anytime day or night a Norton Healthcare provider is available to discuss non-urgent health concerns for patients two and older, whether it's for a fever, a cough, respiratory symptoms, or a minor illness. Schedule a video visit or submit an e-visit questionnaire from your laptop, tablet, or mobile device. Schedule online at nortonhealthcare.com eCare. 
Again, BatsBaseball.com for all the latest uh, news with the Bats. We told you about some stuff there earlier. Another great program the Bats continue to do. Uh, the Buddies curbside pickup, uh, you can learn all about it at BatsBaseball.com, but uh, helping support a lot of local restaurants and a chance to win some Bats stuff as well uh, if you go pick up tickets. It's all there, all the info at BatsBaseball.com if you go pick up some food maybe one night or a couple of nights in the week. A uh, good way to support restaurant partners and get rewarded by the Bats. Fun week here again you can download the podcast. We invite you to rate, subscribe, download all of it. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, the podcast available on all of those platforms. Certainly hope you check uh, check them out. Do throw us a rating if you can. Uh, some stars very much uh, appreciated as we continue along on this endeavor. It has been a fun week. Another big thanks to Bats pitching coach James Baldwin. We're back at you next week. Until then, I'm Nick Curran, and this is the Bat Chat Podcast.